Hi there, my name is Michael White. And my name is Anthea Morfetis. For those of you who don't know us, I am a public speaker and I also do one-on-one coaching. And myself, I'm an author and a mindset coach. We're here today to bring you guys our podcast, which we enjoy very much called Love and Relationship Conversations. Um, We've decided to partner up together to educate people on how to have a relationship with themselves, how to have a relationship with others and get the relationships that they deserve and desire. And how we go about doing that is creating content for you guys that you will enjoy. And we're completely passionate about what we're doing we love what we do because of our own experiences in life and myself and Michael have known each other for a a good seven years and we've had many conversations about relationships and hence why Love and Relationship podcast was born and we welcome you to this podcast and we hope you completely enjoy. Guys how's it going I hope everything is going well. Um, you know, welcome to this lovely mor- Monday morning. Um, you know, I have a few things to say before we get started. Um, number one, we'll be sharing a video today um, by one of my favorite content creators. Um, again, it's fair use, um, but we're also going to give him the recognition that he needs, which is Trent Sheldon. So what we're going to do is in the YouTube <clears throat> link, we're going to tag the video for you guys to go and watch the full video without our commentary. On it, you can literally just watch his full video. Um, you know, the reason why we share video guys, videos, guys, it's to um, not to bash the content creator, not to uh, put them down, but to add some feedback to what it is they're saying, sort of transform their content. Um, you know, some people do it um, for funny reasons. Um, some people do it for, um, you know, for commentary. Um, we're doing it just to add a fresher perspective um, to what the content creator is saying. Um, so we are transforming the content to some shape, way, or form. Um, so we are going to put the link in our bio for you guys to go watch the full video. Yeah, that's why I say good morning to everybody. I hope everyone's having a good day so far here in the UK. It's 11.30, so it is still morning. Um, but yeah. I'm looking forward to today's one. And like you rightfully said about the videos, it's nice to get the other people's perspective on it and for us to kind of go through it and take our take on it and our personal experiences. So I hope you guys enjoyed today. And we are looking forward to this one, actually. Yeah, um, because, again, this is one where a lot of people struggle understanding what went wrong in their relationship, why it failed, right? Because, again... I don't like to say that relationships fail because things in life start and begin, right? Mm. Like we can't only look at the good side of things. Relationships will end or they will change. So Mm. the more adaptable we are to change, the better it is for us. Instead of always looking at the, like the positive, like, Oh my God, my relationship ended. If it ended, it ended. Like if you guys couldn't make it work, you couldn't make it work. Yep. And it takes two to make it work. So if only one's putting the effort in and the other one isn't, you don't need it in your life anyway, right? It's not it's not worth well, it. Well, that's what's interesting because they could have been working in the beginning, but at some point they could have stopped working. You could have yeah. been two years into a relationship and then all of a sudden, you know, they just gave up. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And it does, it just depends. It depends on the type of relationship you're having and like, you know, where both of you are coming from. And if like we've said from the beginning and we were going to speak about, I think on um, Wednesday, about vetting your partner. Um, and I just wanted to add, actually, it's quite funny because I was watching something last night and uh, there's a there was a couple that have been together for a number, I think around three or four years and really, really got on like like the best relationship you could ever look at. It was just a beautiful, amazing relationship. Now, they decided to get married and then shortly after, the girl fell pregnant and then she miscarried. And then she realized what she wanted but he realized that's what he wanted all he could see was family he was so excited wanted to try again to try and get pregnant and um came to him and said it's like you've realized that you to have this family and babies and all of that she says i don't want it and i don't want it today i don't want it in five years i don't want it in 10 years i just don't want it i like us how we are and i want us to continue as we are and it's funny because you think three four years together they hadn't had that conversation to whether they want children or not and it, it took them to get married and then actually fall pregnant to actually both realize what they actually wanted um, and I just found different. that really interesting, really, really interesting that the conversation hadn't been had. <clears throat> and and you see, and, and that's right. I mean, we're going to talk about that on, on uh, Friday because we have a special guest on Wednesday um, about how on to... Friday, we have a special guest. Um, but you see, relationships, they can end for thousands of reasons. Right. There's never, ever one particular reason, but there's always like the few main ones. Right. So what we're going to do today is cover the few main ones um, on, on what this amazing content creator um, has suggested. Um, and obviously he's been in the field a lot longer. So um, it's going to be very interesting to hear his perspective. Um, and it's somebody that you guys have all maybe heard of. Maybe you haven't heard of. Um, I listened to a lot of his stuff before. Um, so for, for me, it's, it's, it's nothing new, but I'm really looking forward to you guys hearing what he has to say on the subject. Um, because again, it, it, I think it's going to be very fruitful and it's going to be very transformative and information wise for you guys to understand that there's different forms of relationships. And this is not even just romantically, man, like this is even on a friendship level, this is even on a dating level, coworker level, like all of it. He said about communication. A lot of times we're on our phone when we're talking to somebody, and, and I've and I've been guilty of this too, even on the live stream. Um, they don't get your full attention, right? Like I've gone out to dinner with a pastor friend of mine who teaches me a lot of um, stuff about God and stuff. And one time I was just on my phone, like on it. And he said, I hope you know that you're being rude right now. And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, I'm here in your presence right now, giving you wisdom and knowledge. And you could be missing on something that could change your life right now. And he doesn't have to be there doing that. So I think it's no. like, it's a big, I think it's a big respect thing as well, Michael. I think when, yeah, I think like if somebody's talking to you, like it's one of those things that, 
it actually if somebody if I'm speaking with someone and they're on their phone like I just stop talking like there's no reason for me to talk you're on your phone you can't do both it's and I've probably been guilty of it as well like uh, or someone or I'm on my phone or someone starts talking to me I try to be quite aware of that to say just give me one second so I can finish doing what I'm doing um because I think it's I think it is rude I think it's very disrespectful and I think if that's how you're going to continue in a relationship then it's not going to work out because how are you going to ever hear each other if every time that not every time but you know if you're going to just keep being on your phone when that person you um you know you're going to feel like you're not valued in any way or form because you're you're not being heard you're not being listened and if you're in an intimate relationship then you're gonna be you're not gonna be uh being intimate with one another and being on the phone at the same time or the other so it's a choice at the same time and i think if there is a huge respect there then you just wouldn't do it um do it absentmindedly, yes, but once you just said, like, you know, you was out with somebody with a pastor and he's giving you knowledge and wisdom and you absentmindedly are on your phone and just replying, that, but then you, you've you probably never done that again with him, Michael, right? Because he said uh, it. No, I haven't. Right, because you have no, respect for him. Now, did you not, if you had not respected this guy, then you wouldn't have cared what he said and you would have continued and been like, so what? I don't care. But because you have respect for him, you you listened and you didn't feel like you was being told off or being told what to do. You just took it to the right way that it's come across to you to say, well, actually, I am being rude. I am being disrespectful by doing this. And, you can, and then you stopped doing that, right? Exactly. Well, I think the most important thing, as he says, it's giving somebody your full undivided attention, because when you don't do that, what you're showing is what they're talking about is not that important to you. Yeah, absolutely. That's literally what you're coming off across is what they're saying is not. And especially in a romantic context. Yes. And like you're you're texting, you're on the phone, like you're, you're whatever what you're saying is, yeah, what you have to say is not that important to me. Um, yeah. And that's why, as he said, anybody can communicate. And that's true. Communication is, is um, what's the word I'm looking Every for? Every aspect. It's very easy. It's, it's, very, it's very easy to do. But how many people are actually hearing what's being told to them? You know what? Also, like he said, and I think it's, and, and this is something that so many people find easy to communicate. They get, find it easy to communicate the things they don't like, um, what angers them, what frustrates them them they say they find it so indicate that and they'll just say it they'll just blurt it out not really thinking nothing of it but when it comes down to the true heart to heart positive good feeling um sharing how you feel about somebody i think that's where the communication breaks down because people don't do that enough i would say so yeah and i'm gonna add a caveat to that if you cannot talk to your partner about the serious things, as Anthea said, then they're not for you. Yeah, absolutely. If you have like that fear, like, oh, I want to talk about this, but then like, you know how they're going to react or like there's that fear, then I think you have a sign or, or a communication problem that they might not be for you 
because why would you be with someone that you can't talk to? Mm, absolutely. But I think, you know, I think if we go back a step on that one and there's people who are insecure and, or, or feel they or they've had previous relationships where they feel like they haven't been able to speak and they might just have that mm. thing inside them and they need to get past that. And if once they get past that in themselves and, you know, like we can get in our own heads and think too much, yeah. like, is it the right time? Is it not? What shall I say? Or shall I say it this way? Or shall I speak to them on the phone? Or shall I do it over text message? Or those kind of things I think can be quite natural. But it, then I think if you go to what you just said, once you do sit down and communicate or you feel um or you have reached out and they're not being they're not reciprocating reciprocating to you that's when you know there's a problem because you've you've now overcome your own blockage or your own fear and mm. you've gone for it anyway and if they're not reciprocating towards that and you've tried a number of times and and they're not they just don't want to talk about it or they're not interested then they it's it's clearly telling you that they they don't have enough interest in what you have to say yes. or the subject at hand which is your romantic relationship to be able to move forward with you so therefore it's you can't take it personally i think we said this last no. time you've just got to take it as that's what it is and um you it's said either, something very interesting though like very interesting <laughs> about the person like being hurt from the past and how they have to get over it, right? If you are in that space, you shouldn't be dating because you dealing with trauma or things from the past, it's not my problem. If mm. you have like, 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 because like, let's say you've been burned in the past or like you've been let, like let down or hurt or you've had that happen to you, right? So now all you've done is bring that into the new relationship. So the new relationship suffers because of it. Mm. So that's why I always say that you need to deal with that individually before you even get into someone, because it's not fair that you date this new person and then you're making them wait for them, for you to open up, for you to get to that space when that person knows that there's been people in your past where you were at that space with them. Mm. But because they've because you've got burned, like we've all been burned. But why should another person have to suffer for another person's mistakes? Yeah, they shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. And I, yeah, and I can, I totally get that um, completely. And I think one thing that's come to light for me is that I not having taken on someone else's baggage and coming towards me is something that I definitely do not want in my life. And I've become very clear in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, like it's, a, it just it doesn't make sense because it's like like you meet someone and like I have been cheated on and like yeah that sucks but then we all know that there's been damage for that when a when a person's cheated on you or done like some type of nefarious thing either in a friendship or a relationship but then like you're bringing it up and you're like hey like I've been hurt before so I kind of have to uh, take things slow at that point then I'm like then you need to go be single we don't need to be together you can go be single. Yeah, because we don't need to take it on, right? No, because being in a relationship with you is more work than it needs to be. Because you haven't healed. Yeah. Because that's they... the thing. I'm not saying those people are bad people, but what I'm saying is getting in a relationship with them is very difficult because if you do anything that, that triggers remotely anything that the past person did, it becomes a problem. Mm. 
anything you've done. So it's like anything you do might be a trigger for them. Absolutely. Or if they have, they still have things from their past that's that's coming into your your present relationship. Again, yeah, it's a no no. It's just yeah, a no-no. because it could be a trigger if they've been cheated on, right? And they're like, let's say their ex partner was probably out late at night all the time, and let's say one time you're out late at night, they're automatically are you cheating on me? Yeah. Absolutely. And you're like, hey, like I was out with a friend or I was working late. And a lot of their insecurities get projected into the relationship. Easily. So easily. easily. So I'm never saying that you shouldn't (laughs) date somebody that's been cheated on. I'm not saying you shouldn't date someone that hasn't been divorced. But what I am saying is the hurdle is going to be a lot bigger. And di- and oh, and I think what you're saying also is date someone who's healed. Yeah, and that depends exactly. Have they done the work? Yeah, it's so they important heal. to hear that and understand if they've done the work or not. And you will know yeah. that. Um, well, you've got to ask the question, like, have you gone to therapy? How, like, what have you done to do the work? Yeah, what um, is it? Because a lot of times, and I'm going to say this bluntly, a lot of people like getting into relationships, right? Romantically, friendship-wise, whatever you want to call it. But they don't study relationships, which makes no sense to me. You want a relationship, but you don't study relationship dynamics. You don't understand, you don't read books about healing. You don't read books about masculine femininity. You don't read books about, um, you know, enforcing boundaries. You don't read books about love, but yet you're expecting to be prosperous in your relationship. It does not make sense to me because that's like saying, well, I'm going to be a doctor, but I'm not going to study Jack. I'm going to be this or a doctor or whatever and not study nothing. If you want your relationship to be successful or a relationship or any relationship that you deal with, you need to under, you need to study relationship dynamics. Absolutely. So you don't end up a statistic. You need to understand attachment styles. You need to understand Um, boundaries. You need to understand all of it. That's why I love what we do on this podcast, because it makes me study relationship dynamics. So I understand what went wrong in a lot of my past relationships. So I don't make the same mistakes going forward. And then I understand to study more, to, um, to put myself in positions where I can listen more, understand more, be better, more, not be as passive, learn to be more assertive as a male and, and, in masculine energy, and then deal with a woman that knows how to lead with feminine energy. But you won't know any of these things if you don't study them. So true, right? So um, I think that's a key caveat. Like anybody that's single or in a relationship, take the time to study relationships. It will save your relationship. It will help you get into a better relationship because you'll have a lot of people, and I know that we're side caveating here, will say, well, I'm a good girlfriend or I'm a good boyfriend. Where's the evidence of that? Mm. If your relationships have ended, they all end. But I'm saying, where is the evidence of it? What have you learned? What have, where do you not, What mistakes are you not making again? That's what I'm saying. Where is the evidence of growth? Hey, I've gone to therapy. Hey, I'm reading this, this, and this book. There should be evidence or proof 
that you have, um, that you're knowledgeable in the relationship dynamics. And you're implementing it. At the end of the day, yeah, you can, yeah, because you can have knowledge, but knowledge when it's not implemented it doesn't really mean anything. So I think you've got to be willing to take it on board and really study it and be able to implement what you're what you're learning. Um, and I know, like you know, even just doing these podcasts has opened my eyes and helped me in so many ways. And I know I've read a number of books on um, relationships in the past. Um, and, you know, just reading through them and being around a person at the time helped me immensely to understand what was happening and the dynamics of what was happening and, and be able to make the decision whether to stay or walk away. Um, and I think, you know, you can implement that at any time. And I can, and even like these conversations right here, right now, helps me to understand in my present life what's happening and i think it is so powerful so i can tell you from experience and like that by by listening by taking note by understanding and implementing it will help you like it just yeah. does it helps you become super clear on what's going on and what you're what you're willing to put up with and what you're willing not to put up with because you know a lot of the time we kind of we do bypass things because we think well you know there's there's things that you can say that are really positive and then there's a few things that you go okay they're not so great um but actually you've got to look at the the bigger picture it's not just one piece of the pie that you're looking at here this is somebody that you're looking to spend maybe the rest of your life with and as a life partner so if you're looking for a life partner I think you've got to be very clear on moving forward and what it is you both want and what you're well, willing you gotta to understand do. yourself you gotta yeah. understand them but this is why like look guys look usually I don't do this but uh, I see this book right here it's called what women want in a man and one of the chapters is called taking control of your emotions. Yeah, Most big people time. don't know how to do that. No, a lot of women don't know how to do that. I think that's a very, um, that's a female thing, um, I think, uh, Michael. I really yeah, believe well, that. Even, I'm for, not men. Putting, even for men, men don't. Yeah, yeah, some men don't. No, you're very right, they don't. But I think on a larger scale, there's a lot of females that don't know how to take hold of their emotions um, because there is hormones involved. There's other things involved yeah. when it comes to a woman. And I'm not putting women down because I'm one of these women that had to learn about my emotions and still learning. Like, I think you're never going to stop learning about yourself. You're always going to try and turn up to, if, like, if you're in that space where you're trying to be the best you can, you can only do that day by day, minute by minute, let's say. So I think every time you read a sentence, that sentence can be implemented somewhere, maybe, yeah. you know? Like, so, that's why I think it's so important because, look, there's even a chapter in here called Nice Guys Give Their Power Away to Women. Yeah. So important for, for people to read. Another great book, The Way of the Superior Man, helps you understand um, female dynamics, male dynamics. This is why I read this type of stuff so then you understand like, for example, there's a chapter in here that says tolerating her leads to resenting her. If you tolerate bad behavior, you're going to you're going to end up hating your woman. And I've seen now, that. I've seen that. Yeah. I've actually seen that. I've seen it with people so many, like so many times over the years where 
there's such bad behavior and then the resentment becomes more than and the way they speak about the lady is and you wouldn't expect that to come from them but they're such in that place where they've tolerated it for so long or um that they're just spilling out every negative thing about that person that they can think of there for themselves go. right and you don't want to get to that you don't want anyone speaking about you like that at the end of the day doesn't you know like we're on this we're on this planet once as who we are and i think if you can if you can turn up to be the best you can be then you haven't got people ever speaking about you like that because i think that's one of the something that i don't i know i don't tolerate bad behavior yeah just don't tolerate it so you don't have to have to yeah. experience that but like what he was saying about communication and connection i just think that is that is so important it's that it's, it is the number one thing because if you're not connected if you're not communicating and you're not connecting then there's no relationship i think it's as quite straightforward as that. it's as black as white as that, michael isn't it like we don't speak to everybody because we don't have a connection with everybody and we're not yeah. interested in everybody. We're not See, like, I'll give you the best form of communication. And sorry to cut you off. See, in this book, it says, don't suggest that a female fix her own problems. That's a form of communication. Don't try to fix your girl. That's yeah. a form of communication. But as men, we are fixers. We always want to try to fix something. Don't fix it. Just listen. But you see what I'm saying? That's how communication helps you understand those type of things because a lot of times your girl will come to you with a problem you're trying to fix it you're trying to be mr fix it because that's in your nature as a man to want to fix things but maybe she doesn't want you to fix it maybe she just wants you to listen and that's a good form of communication yeah and most of the time you do you just want them to listen to what you're saying and hear you yeah. But yeah, I think if you're you can listen absolutely, but if they're not hearing you and they just they don't yeah, nothing not, there's yeah. no change to what you've actually just spoken about, then it's just as bad as uh not hearing you in the first place. You might as well not listen. It's again, it's like if you're inter if you have an interest in that person, you're gonna want to hear what they've got to say. You're gonna want to put your time and energy into them. Yeah. And if you and if you're if you you're not interested, then you just don't. It's just I think it's as black and white again as that. You just somebody who has no interest in you, just not going to hear you, not going to take the time for you, not going to, not doesn't care what you say. And see, I'm going to say this as a caveat though. I'm all about communication. I'm all about listening. Right. I have no problem with that, but I think you have to set the tone. Whoever you are, male or female is if this person's going to come to you with their problems, they better come to you with the problem with a solution. Yes. I would add that as a caveat. Don't come to me just to complain. Yes. Come Let's to have me a solution. with a solution. Yeah, like come to me with a solution because you're just wasting your breath and you're wasting my time when you just want to complain. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Yes, communication is important. And as he said, being able to communicate your goals, your dreams, all those things, whatever you got going on. But if you're going to communicate to me something that you're struggling with, you got to come to me with a solution as well, too. Because I'm not just going to candidly listen to you rant for 30 minutes and there was no solution. It was just for you to rant. Guys, you see, that's a big one. And uh, I hate to say it, 
I agree with him because some people are selfish, unfortunately, yeah. because they don't understand that a relationship is not what you can get from it. It's what you can give. But a lot of times people are more interested in what they can take. As he said, they're focused. They're not doing this and they're not doing that. And they're not, and they're not, they're not. It's, it's passing the buck. Hmm. Instead of saying, well, what am I not giving to them for them to give back? And it is, again, back to self-responsibility, isn't it? To have to look at yourself to see what is it that you're not doing. Um, I I've think been guilty of it. It's a tricky one as well because, like he said, you can... <laughs> it's one of them where you can see all the things that they're not doing and all the things that can be coming to you that you don't want. And then you, it's so easy to get caught into that. And, but to bring it back to yourself and say, well, what am I doing? And then most of the time we think, oh, we're doing all right. We're, you know, there's nothing wrong with what I'm doing. Um, So any, you know what, Michael, any pointers to people to say, what can you do in that situation if you're constantly looking at what they're not giving, what can you do? Ooh, what okay. can you, what, yeah, what can you bring? What can you show? What What is it? What What can someone bring to somebody to show, well, I am turning up? What is it? What's going to make would, it? I would say, good? number one, take accountability. Because in a relationship, as soon as you start pointing the finger, now that's where arguments start. Because you're not coming from a positive place. You're saying, well, you're not doing all of these things, but I'm doing all of this for you. So I would say it's more of a sense of assessing the relationship together, especially if it's romantic. As I said, the monthly check-ins every month. Hey, sweetie, do you want to sit down where we can talk about, is there anything that you want to share that we can improve in the relationship? It's little things like that, that are going to help your relationship. Because a lot of times, as I said, in a relationship, people are very selfish. They're more focused on what they can get instead of what they can give, right? You're, why are you so focused on what they're doing? Focus on what you're doing. And once you can take that spotlight off them and point it on yourself and say, okay, what am I not doing? Because as you said, we're always thinking I'm doing a lot. Okay, but what are you doing? Where is the evidence of that? Are you showing up? Are you listening? Are you, and that's the thing, relationships are not always smooth sailing. So it's more of a sense of togetherness. It's more of a sense of um, reassessing the relationship every single time, every single month. And I think when you can do that, that's when you can have the best relationship with somebody is taking, is taking the time to understand, but also taking the time to understand that the relationship is not all about you. And I've been there. I've been very selfish in, in relationships sometimes. And the relationship isn't about them. The relationship isn't about you. And the relationship is about, it's about the relationship. What are you guys doing that's best for the relationship is what's important. Yeah, I completely agree with that, Michael. It's so true. What are you doing? What's best for the relationship? Because we do just put ourselves in the mix all the time. Yeah, like my needs, your yeah. needs. It's like, no, what, yeah. what is best for the relationship going forward? Yeah, and I think this is why so many so many relationships fail because 
this isn't happening. It's that conversations are not happening. People are not stopping to understand um, and check in and see if everything is okay on that person's side, if there's anything they want you to do different, not different as in like be somebody different, but you know, they might say, look, you only call me once every three days. <clears throat> it would be nice to hear from you daily. It's what we can do. It's not about what they can do. It's what we can do. This is a yeah. partnership. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think because you've got to listen to what they want as well so that you can bring that to the table because everyone's going to want something different. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. In that relationship, it's what we can do together, right? So we all have different wants and needs. And we've covered this too. Mm. But that's the thing. It's what can we do to move it along together because when you look at it let's say for example you give a beautiful example you want to hear from the person every day correct let's say hypothetically right but what happens if they're not in a position in life to do that what happens if they're running a business all the time and they can't call you all the time what happens if they can only shoot you a text what happens if they can only shoot you a voice note then you have to respect that then you got to adjust to that. That's yeah, what I mean. you, like, you got to adjust to that. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're never going to get all your needs met. No. So whoever it is you're dealing with, you're going to have to be able to adjust to say, the relationship is about us as a whole. It's not about what you want. It's not about what I want. But how can we always do what's best for the relationship? And it, hypothetically, let's say your guy or your girl works a lot or whatever their schedule is. Can you say, hey, I get it. You can't call me all the time, but can you shoot me a text to say, Hey, I'm having a good day thinking about you or whatever, just so they get that communication. You're still engaging in the relationship, even though you have a busy schedule. Hmm. Absolutely. I agree with that too. So it's about compromise and understanding. That's what it comes down to, right? Because we can't come in a relationship and say, well, I demand this. No, like for because a lot of people do that. They'll say, "Well, I need you to call me three times a week." That sounds demanding. So that sounds like if I don't call you three times a week, you are going to withdraw love from me. Yeah, that's exactly what the person's saying. If you don't do this, I'm withdrawing this from you. But and it's very it's, conditional, isn't it? it becomes exactly it's very conditional. But when you can say, "Hey, I can't call you three times a week." But I can give you a solution where I can text message you or leave you a voice note three times a week. Give them a solution. That's what I would say more than anything. Because if you just tell your, I can't call you three times a week. What? Why not? Hey, I can't call you three times a week. But what I can do is this. You see how different it sounds? Absolutely. And it is, again, it comes down to being having that respect for one another. And if you've got that respect for one another, there's a massive difference. When you don't respect someone, you don't want to do, you, you just don't want to do anything that they speak to you about. And I'm, I'm talking from experience, like mm -hmm. I'm talking from knowing, being in a relationship that I lost respect for the person mm -hmm. because of A, B, C, D, E, F, G, uh, all these different reasons that was a yes it was a condi it was conditional in that sense because there was I allowed a certain amount of time to go past and nothing was changing so and I'd voice 
and I'd voiced so many times, but I wasn't being heard. Um, yes, he would sit and listen, but I wasn't, I wasn't being heard. So then eventually it got to a point where I just felt there was, like, there was just you, no... You reason. checked out. I checked out. I've just felt, well, there's, I don't even feel any respect. I don't actually want to hear. Even if you change now, I don't care. Yeah, you, like, you checked out. I checked out time. completely. So, and I think that's just what happens. We all have a a certain, what's the word? Threshold, because there is no yeah. such thing as conditional love. It's always going to be conditional. Yeah, you mean unconditional. Yeah, there is, there is, I mean, there's unconditional love to, um, I would say, to your children. To uh, your children, your parents, and your pets. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's it. But to, when it comes to somebody who... When it comes to people, there's always yeah, going to be conditions. There's going to be conditions because the way you kind of look at it is there's another person in your life, if they're bringing you pure drama, pure problems, pure everything, you're going to say, if I remove that person, then I don't have those problems anymore because they're not my problems. But if they, so you, you kind of look at that person as like an object. That sounds really well, crazy. I'll give, you, I'll give you a better thing. That's like marrying someone and saying, hey, I'm not meeting any of the conditions. I'm just going to marry you. I'm not meeting any of the financial conditions. I'm not meeting any of the meet your needs conditions. I'm doing nothing. I'm just going to marry you. See how long that marriage lasts. Yeah, absolutely. In a it's marriage, there's bad. conditions. There's going to be, can we get a home? Is there a certain level of provision? Are there going to be kids? There are going to be needs that are going to have to be met to make that marriage work. That just shows that there are conditions. Even down to making food, like everyone's going to eat every single day. So if that's not in play, like who's like, um, there might be somebody loves cooking. And if they decided, if you haven't got that in, if say no, but say none of them like cooking, both of them don't like cooking in this relationship. And it comes down to moving in. What are you going to do? Starve? You're going to live on takeaways? What's yeah. the solution, you know? Um, or is one going to start cooking just because? And then they're going to become resentful because they're like, well, I'm cooking, but I, I, I told you I don't like cooking. And they said, yeah, well, I told you I don't like cooking. So why am I doing the cooking and you're not doing it? Do you know what I mean? It can just spiral from the, from the most normal thing that we do as humans, and that's heat. So... I think, yeah, there's conditions so need to be met. It is what it is. Like we might yeah. not like it as human beings, but there are certain conditions that are always going to, especially even in a friendship, you're not going to be friends with someone that lies to you, cheats, steal, like does whatever for you. There are certain conditions to be friends with individuals. Yes. You need to add certain type of value to their life for them to want to deal with you. Yeah. They're yes. not going to deal with you if, like, you are doing crooked things, bad things. There is going to have to be some type of conditions. Yeah, for sure. Because think about it. With any business you deal with, Apple, Amazon, there are conditions. Why do you think they have terms, terms and conditions at the bottom of anything you sign? Or when you deal with anybody, there's always going to be terms and conditions. It's just, it just you don't like them. Yeah, a very good point there. Everything has terms and conditions. Just so yeah, everything has terms and conditions. Yeah, you know, and that's why there's laws. Yes, 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 yes. You see the thing about needs, and I'm gonna wrap it up. You see the thing about needs that he said. If you're dealing with somebody, they know your needs and you know theirs, right? 
So with that being said, you don't have to ask them to service your needs. They automatically know what you need. Yeah, because you've had the conversation, right? Yeah, but that's the thing. You've had the conversation. You see what I'm saying? Like, as he says, you're watering their needs. You know what their needs are. And they know what your needs are. So you guys are watering each other. I think that is the most important thing. That is one important thing out of a multitude of things that he said. Because one of the other biggest things that he said is, stop trying to change people into things that they're not. If someone doesn't want to be a king, why are you trying to make them one? If they don't want to be a queen, why are you trying to make them one? Don't date them. Mm-mm. It's so true, right? So true. Yeah. You, can't, you can't make anybody want to be something. It's up to them to do that. It completely always yeah, comes If they don't want to be self. that, then they don't want to be that. Yeah. You gotta let them. And I think that's the most important thing. And stop trying to force your ideology of who you want someone to be, um, to fit your needs. Just find someone that's like that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. If they're not like that, fine, no problem. Find someone else that is. And And I think the last point that he made about supporting each other, I think that's a dead giveaway. But yeah, you should support each other. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like you've always, like I always hear you say, if somebody's coming up arguing and just not being, not listening and just everything that you they that you bring to the table, they want to argue that point or, yeah, be uh, not being agreeable with you. It's like, well, that's not supporting one another. No, then they don't know how to conduct themselves. I, no. I wouldn't date somebody. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's so important. And we're going to talk about it um, on the next podcast about vetting people. You need to date someone that's emotionally mature. Yes. That and and that and is not a child. I'm not calling you a child, but what I am saying is acting like a child. Yeah, it's a child mentality. A child. No, but it's yeah, a child mentality. Yeah, child. So when you don't get your way, you're pouting, you're angry, you're upset, you say hurtful things. That's childlike. Yeah. We're adults. We're mature. Things are going to happen. Situations are going to happen. It's how do we handle them maturely? Absolutely. That's what it comes down to. So if you cannot handle situations maturely or like you're not getting your way and you're throwing a fit, then you're not ready for a relationship. It, it is what it is. You need to take some time away and you need to go heal you need to go work on yourself because that type of mentality is not productive for a relationship you guys are going to disagree on things and it's can you talk them out how quickly can you get back to peace yeah once you go once that argument phase kicks in and people go into argument after argument after argument then there is no communication there is no, no. hearing there is no listening there is no respect everything that you know to that we've spoken about today in in this podcast has it's not there and unless you can understand each other's needs and wants and actually hear it um and yeah, then you're not going to get past that argumentative stage. And I think sometimes people that get into that stage of that pure argument 
actually is the end of the relationship because they don't know how to go back and actually be um not go back well, some people think like, arguing oh, is communication yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah people actually only know that to be communication just to argue um i yeah i i hear an argument and i my my headphones go in don't want to hear it not interested i've got no time that's what's interesting how different we are because me i shut that down right away once you start to argue with me i'm like knock it off yeah no like, i'm talking about it now of- if I hear other people arguing, I don't. Oh yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, if you're dealing with it in a romantic yeah. or even a friendship thing, I'm like, yo, yeah, knock shut it that out. down. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, like I shut it down, like right now. Don't want to hear it. But a lot of people are very afraid to enter into that space because they're like, well, what if they leave? Um, you know, and and again, I'm never. When we say these things, it's not to be rude. No. If somebody tells you to your face, knock it off. Or shut it down. Don't get all pissy about it. Well, who do you think you're talking to? Clearly, you're doing something that is upsetting that individual. And I don't like it when people say, well, who do you think you're talking to? You're not supposed to talk to me. I wasn't rude. I didn't tell you to, to, to shut it the F down. I said, shut it down. Hmm. We don't do this here. No arguments. There's no need for arguments. We have a, We can speak with and communicate on a normal level. And if something can get heated or can get into a debate, that's different. Uh, but to that's go into an argument, let's just don't. There's no, what are you arguing about? What like the, yeah, no one's ever gonna, yeah? There's no one's ever going to take. Um, if they, well, nobody wins. No, no. There's a there, there is never a winning situation in an argument because one's not going to take the other and go. Yeah, okay, you're right. All of a sudden, and take that. Uh, no, you just there's no need for it. Let's talk about it. Let's have. Well, a most of the times, people will tell you that you're right to shut you up, so you stop arguing. And that doesn't work either because and that gonna, doesn't work either. It's going to come up again because you just agree to something that actually you don't agree with so it's not going to go anywhere it's just going to end up in the same vicious circle again exactly so anyways guys hopefully you take something away from it we have two more episodes coming up this week wednesday and friday um next week which is leading up to christmas guys um, we'll only be going live, I believe, um, Monday. Yeah, I believe we'll do it, be doing live Monday, and then we're probably going to wait until after the holidays to come back. So I'm just going to check the date out for that. So, uh, so next, so next Monday is the 20th. Yeah. yeah. So what we're saying is that we'll be live on the 20th and then that's it, right? Just until... After the holidays, yeah. Okay, cool. And then we'll announce when the when we're back or Yeah, 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 for sure. We'll cool. announce when we're back. Yeah. It's just again, we wanna, you know, take a break ourselves. We've been pumping out content like crazy. Um, it'll give us a chance to fine-tune some things, give you guys a chance to go spend time with your family, us to spend time with our families. Um, and then uh yeah, we'll be right back at it. So again. Thank you very much for taking the time to spend with us and we will speak very, very soon, guys. Take care, everyone.